0: Hallelujah, oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, God, he's so good. It is so good to see you all yes. this morning. Hallelujah. Isn't it good to be together oh, yes. in God's house? Yes, amen. I mean, it's just isn't it just wonderful yeah. to be together? Yes. And um, when, oh, yes, hallelujah, yes. Good morning again on Zoom. And yes. we trust that you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit where you are. Yes. Amen. And amen. God is going to meet with every single one of us this morning. Amen. And you know, when I was seeking God about what he wanted to say to us because you know, every time we meet and every time we come into God's presence, God not only wants to meet with us, but he wants to do something in us. Amen. 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 Every single time yeah. the Holy Spirit wants to minister to us, he wants to do something in us. He wants to change us, he wants to make us more like Jesus, yeah. and he knows each and every need that is here today. Amen. Amen. And God wants to meet you where you are. Hallelujah. So come expectant. Come expectant, church, because the Holy Spirit is here. So when I I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what do you want to talk to us about today? What do you want to share? And, And God said very clearly, God said, focus on my love. Focus on my love. And, you know, our love for God will grow in revelation of his love for us. Amen. then I mean, I'm going to say that again. Our love for God will grow in revelation of his love for us. Amen. So the message this morning, it's entitled, God loves you beyond measure. Hallelujah. God loves you beyond measure. And it's amazing because when I seek the Lord for, for a word from God, I don't talk to Arvill about it at all. He doesn't ask me and I don't share. But it was interesting that he brought that scripture this morning without knowing because that's in my notes. So bless God. Amen. And I just want to say to you, you know, God's love for you is eternal. Oh, it's eternal. Hallelujah. It's eternal. Jeremiah 31.3 says this, he said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. God always has loved you. He does love you and he always will love you. Amen. And, you know, you may be here this morning and you might say, yeah, Anne, but you don't know me. You, you don't really know me. You don't know anything about me. You don't know about my past. You don't know what's gone on in my life. And actually, you know, God can't really love me. God loves those good people, those religious people, those people who go to church, those people who do good things. Well, you know, I want to say I've got good news for you today. Because this book, the Word of God, the Bible, is true. Yes, amen. It's true. Yeah. It's God's voice in print. Yeah. And this is what God says about you and this is a very well-known scripture many of you here if you're Christians today will know it but you know it's good isn't it because sometimes we can read scriptures and we get used to them and then almost we can just pass them by but this is what it says a very well-known scripture John 3 16 and 17 Mm -hmm. many of you will know it Mm -hmm. for God so loved (laughs) so loved the world everybody the whole world Mm -hmm. that he gave That he gave his one and his only son, that whoever, whoever, that means whoever, amen, whoever believes in him shall not perish, shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then God says this, he said, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You know, it's in black and white. Amen. It's in black and white. And when you believe in Jesus and when you ask him to come into your life and you receive him and you surrender your life to him, you have eternal life, regardless of how you regard yourself. Yeah, true. Amen. Amen. Regardless of how you regard yourself, The word of God is true. And God does not have favorites. He says that in scripture. Here's another one for you. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait for us to get to a place where we thought we were half decent. Jesus died for us when we were far away from him, when we didn't know him, when we didn't want to know him, when we didn't love him, when we wanted to go our own way and do our own thing. You know, somebody said to me once, it wasn't the nails that held Jesus to the cross. It was his love for you and for me. How powerful is that? You know, Jesus willingly gave up his life in obedience to the Father's will. And you know, Jesus suffered far, far more than we can ever truly imagine. Even before he was crucified, Mm. you know, Jesus was tied to a post and scourged, Mm. and that was the worst kind of flogging. And any of you that have ever watched the film The Passion, that just gives us a little bit of an insight. But church, it would have been even far worse than what we saw in that film. Mm. That film was a glimpse Of what Jesus went through. It would have been far, far worse. You know, the Romans, the whip that they used had at least three strands. It was about three feet long and it was weighted with lead balls or pieces of bone. And the whip that they used on Jesus, it wasn't just designed to bruise him, it was designed to lacerate his back. And they would literally, many Criminals that they would use it on, they wouldn't use it on the Romans, but on foreigners and criminals they would use it. And many even died just going through that. Many died just even going through that. And it would lacerate them literally from their back down to their loins. Jesus, you know, he went through that for you and for me. He went through that for you. And for me, he went through it. He endured it. And he didn't have to because, you see, God gave him authority. He said, my father has given all authority. I have power to lay my life down and I have the power. It's been given to me on the authority to take it up again. So therefore, it says that he could have called upon 12 legions of angels. That's actually 72,000. 72,000 at his disposal. And they were there ready. All he had to do was say the command. They'd have come, they'd have taken him off the cross, taken him back to heaven. And friends, we'd have been destined for hell for eternity. Mm. There would be no other way because without salvation, there is no other way to God. There is no other way into heaven except through the shedding blood of Jesus Christ and accepting him and being born again. Mm. As the Bible says, there is no other way Jesus said, I am the way, and I am the truth, and I am the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. And that's why he was prepared to go through what he went through. You know, the Bible doesn't tell us exactly the number of lashes he received, but biblical scholars believe it could have been 39. 39. But what God's word does tell us is that his back looked like a ploughed field says that in psalm Amen. his back was like a plug. can you imagine the excruciating agony and jesus did it for you Amen. He, he did it just, you, for you, just for you, you just for you mm. regardless of how you feel about yourself i'm telling you friends he did it for you yeah. Amen. Amen. for you, you because he loves you so much Amen. god loves you Beyond measure. Now, in the book of Isaiah, it tells us that his appearance was so disfigured and beyond that of any man. Now, the Bible doesn't lie. So Jesus was totally unrecognizable when he was on the cross. He was so disfigured, so disfigured. And it said his form was marred beyond human likeness. God is so good, isn't it? And you know, God saw that from heaven. Do you know, I believe God turned his face away. Why? Because perhaps God wouldn't have gone through with it otherwise. Oh, but hallelujah. You know, the blood that Jesus shed on the cross has wonder-working power. Amen. To cleanse us from all sin, all sin, all sin. There's power in the blood of Jesus. That blood has never lost its power and it never will lose its power. This is what it says in Isaiah 53. It says, Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we We are are healed. healed. Hallelujah. Do you know... Church, I want to tell you that's healing in our bodies, that's healing in our minds, that's healing of our emotions, that's healing of our past. That is healing anywhere you need it today, church. Amen. 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 Anywhere you need healing today, I want to tell you Jesus is here to meet with you and here's the answer. And he will set you free today before you even go out of that door and everything that you've carried up to now, the pain and the guilt and the shame. I want to tell you, you leave it here and you bring it to the cross because Jesus will set you free today. Amen. 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 And Jesus is waiting to meet with you. Oh, he loves you beyond measure, but he wants you to know him, not just know about him. Okay. He's not a distant figure. Or something from history. Jesus Christ is alive. Hallelujah. Because God himself raised him from the dead three days later. Death could not hold him. Okay, and Jesus now sits at the right hand of the Father. And he ever lives to intercede and to pray for us. So, you know, church, we must walk and live in the freedom that Jesus died to give us. Hallelujah. Jesus said this in John 10.10, he said, I've come that you might have life and have it in abundance and have it to the full until it overflows. That is a promise for every born again believer in Jesus, that he has come that you might have and enjoy your life and have it to the full till it overflows. And so often, even as children of God, we can live under condemnation things that we've done wrong, things that we thought wrong, things that we said wrong, things that we've heard, things that we've seen. And the devil will just pile on the condemnation. But I want to tell you, Jesus doesn't bring condemnation. Amen. He brings conviction. Right. Hallelujah. And there is a massive difference between the two. Okay. God does not condemn us. He took all our guilt, all our shame, all our sickness, all our sins. He took it on his health. He took it in his own body that we could go free and that we can be free people. Hallelujah. And full of his Holy Spirit and full of his peace and full of his joy. That's what Jesus died to give us. Amen. And that's what he wants us to walk in. Amen. We choose, we choose, but Jesus has done everything he needs to do. We are complete in him. I just want to tell you, the devil is a liar. He is a liar. He is the father of lies. And in fact, Jesus said there's no truth in him. There is no truth in him and he is subtle, and he will tell you, you are no good, he will tell you, you're too bad, he will tell you, it's too late, he will tell you, you're a mistake, you should have never been born, you're trouble, he will tell you every negative thing he can over your life, don't listen to him, because he's a liar, but Jesus Christ, he is the truth, he is the way, he is the life, and he will set you free today, if you want to if you want Lord. him. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. Amen, Effie. I will preach it. Amen. I will preach it. Listen to what God says to Jeremiah. He said, this is what God said. Listen to this. He said, before I formed you in your, in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I tell you, you are not a mistake. You are not a mistake. You are a walking miracle. You are fearfully and you are wonderfully made. Amen. 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 Church, I need you to listen to this because this will realize how special you are. And this is a fact. At conception, get this, more than half a billion sperm from your dad competed for a single egg from your mom. More than half a billion. (laughs) More than half a billion. Half a billion. More than half a billion. If any of the sperm had made it to that egg first, you would not be here. Please don't tell me you're a mistake. (laughs) More than half a billion. You are so unique. You are totally. Totally unique. Hallelujah, you are I'm unique. unique. Yeah. You're unique, Effie. <laughs> Listen to this. When those two cells came together, each one carrying 23 chromosomes, they merged into a single cell. And when they did, those chromosomes matched. And they began to form together a brand new DNA code. You. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Yeah. 23 and 23. And they merged into a single cell. Wow. And they created a brand new DNA code. That DNA had never existed before and will never be repeated again. No. Oh, church. You need to believe today how special you are in God, how unique you are and how loved you are, regardless of what has happened up to now. You must know. God says it's important that you know this morning that you are loved beyond measure. Amen. Amen. Do you know, God knew how tall you'd be? In my case, not very tall. (laughs) That's okay? I won't be growing anymore now, so it's fine. Thank you, dear. God knew the color of your eyes. The number of hairs on your head. By which way he's numbered. Did you know that? He's numbered them. The God of all creation, of heaven and earth the universe, every planet that scientists haven't even found yet. Mm, That's true. Amen. And God has numbered Mm. the hairs on your head. Please don't tell me you're not valuable. Mm. Please don't tell me you're not special. Mm. Please don't tell me you're not miraculous. Please don't tell me you're not wanted. Mm. You're God's treasure. You are incredible. You're a walking, talking, hearing, seeing, feeling miracle. Amen. And you are not an accident. You never have been and you never will be. Amen. Now, talking about your eyes, and this is miraculous. And I know I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but you weren't all on Zoom. And I just think this is so miraculous. It's worth repeating. <laughs> so here we go. Get this. This is incredible. In the womb, when you were in the womb... A million optic nerve endings left the optic nerve center of your brain, one million, and headed for a million optic nerves that had left your eye. And they had to meet and match their exact partner. One million looking for one million. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just. Isn't God incredible? Yeah, isn't, he? isn't he just yeah. so miraculous? Amen. One million Ooh. looking for one million. I know it gives me goosebumps. Yes. And when they found their exact partner and matched up together, in that moment you had sight. Wow. Oh. wow. In that precise moment you had sight when one million met one million. And yeah. that is just your eyes. That is just your eye. Oh, no wonder it says in Psalm 139 that God watches us being formed, doesn't he? And did you know that your eyes can see 10 million shades of color? 10 million? 10 million shades of color your eye can see. Oh, hallelujah. St. Augustine said this. He said, men go abroad to wonder at the height of mountains, the huge waves of the sea, the long course of rivers, the vast compass of the ocean, the circular motion of the stars. But they pass by themselves and don't even notice. It's true, isn't it? And this is what it says in Psalm 139, 13. It says this, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body. Didn't God just... And he kn- you knit me together in my mother's womb. Amen. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvellous and oh how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. Do you know God knew your mother was pregnant before she did? Yeah, true. true. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Did? Yeah. Yeah. God knew. The moment you conceived Mm. and would give birth to this beautiful lady here, God knew. Mm. God knew. Mm. He knew. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Mm. You are not a mistake. And I want to say, you are not here by mistake this morning no, either. No. No. Amen. Because God has brought you here yes. specifically Amen. to meet with you and Amen. to minister to you. Amen. Psalm 139 goes on to say this. The next verse in verse 17 says, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God? Amen. They are innumerable. Yes. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grounds of sand. This is wow. what it says wow. from the Passion Translation. Every single moment you are thinking of me. Mm. <laughs> wow. 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 So Jesus yeah. ever lives to intercede for yeah. us, you, and every moment God yeah. is thinking about us. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. But that yeah. is true. Yeah. That's how precious you are to God. Oh, no wonder the devil hates us Christians. Yes. <laughs> How precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Oh, God, your desires towards me are more than the grains of sand on every shore. When I awake each morning, you are still with me. Do you know, whoever you are this morning and whatever you are encountering or have encountered in life, God loves you beyond measure. Amen. You have to know that because you've listened to the lies of the devil for so long. And he tells you you'll never make it. You're no good. God can't love you. It's too late. He can't do anything for you. And you've believed it. But I'm speaking truth to you today. And you're hearing me. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will break down any hardness in your heart yeah. that you will know the words and you will receive this word because Amen. God has brought you here today because he loves you that much. Amen. Amen. He loves you that much yeah. and he has a plan and he has a purpose for yes. you. Hallelujah. The devil does not want that to come to no, pass. No, no. But God does. Yeah. Amen. God does. Amen. Amen. You know, I bought a bit of sand here. I've got to be careful I don't make a mess on the floor. But, you know, God says his thoughts towards us are more than the sand. And even if I just pick this up now, I can't even count the grains of sand that I've just picked up. That's how much. And I want you to think of the sand in the whole world the bottom of every sea, on every beach, in every golf course. (laughs) I just thought I'd say that for the golf fans out there, get that in. That's God's thoughts towards you. I trust you go out today knowing how loved you are, how valuable God considers you. You are his treasured possession. Amen. 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 Now, as Christians, here's a great promise. And this is what i read this morning. I didn't know he was going to read that. So Romans 8, 35 said, Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death Nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Like I said at the beginning, our love for God will grow in revelation of his love for us. God said this You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you. True. True. And now, church, the Christians, I want to speak now, and I want to give you a real challenge this morning. Those that know me when I preach, I nearly always bring a challenge from the Lord. Yes, you know, if ever there was a day, church, when we need to resolutely pursue knowing Christ and drawing ever closer to him, it is today. Amen. I'm just going to say that again. True. If there was ever a day... When we need to resolutely pursue knowing Christ and drawing ever closer to him, it's today. And resolutely just means in a purposeful, determined and unwavering manner. Church in these days that we live in, we need to be purposeful in our prayer life. We need to be purposeful in our study of God's word. We need to be purposeful in walking in obedience. Mm -hmm. We need to be purposeful in meeting together. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know one thing that COVID has done is cause so much separation? Mm -hmm. And people have been so used now to being on their own and being in lockdown. And even when it comes to church, you know, it can be very easy. And I know, God bless you, we've got people on Zoom because they can't get here. But, you know, it can be very easy to think, actually, do you know what? I don't think I'll go to church today. I'll I'll just put it on the TV. I'll put the guard channel on or I'll I'll watch the service. Or perhaps, actually, do you know what? Mm, I've got a lot on. I need to clean my windows and I've got to bake a cake. And I've got to do the garden today. I'll, I'll, I'll watch church tomorrow night. And it's very easy then, tomorrow night comes and actually you're busy tomorrow night. Oh, oh, I'll watch, I'll do church Tuesday, perhaps Wednesday, perhaps Thursday. And and it's so easy and without you even realising it, you can very quickly start to wonder from the faith. And you don't do it intentionally, but it just kind of happens. It just kind of happens and and you get busy and it's very easy to fill your life with other things. And before you know it, you haven't been in God's presence for weeks. And, you know, the Bible says, Paul said, don't neglect meeting together to encourage one another. And he said, why? All the more as you see the day approaching. And that's the second coming of Jesus. Church, if ever there's a day when we need as far as possible to come together, it's now. Because when we meet together, Mm. we get fired up. God's Holy Spirit is here. He ministers to us and he ignites us, if you like, to follow him and pursue him and to be that witness in the world that is desperately lost. And the enemy hates it when we come together. So when I would really encourage you, and I know it's so easy because we're all busy. We're all busy, and we all have many things to do. And sometimes it's so easy, isn't it, on a Sunday morning, think, oh, I just you know, I had a really late night last night. or oh, I think I'll give it a miss today. I can go next week. But, you know, that's when we have to be that, uh, that discipline to say, do you know what, I'm going to get out of my bed, I'm going to get to the house of the Lord. And I'm going to go and worship God. And I tell you, this church, you'll be so glad when you did. You'll be so so glad you've come when you've come. Why? Because you've met with Almighty God and God has met with you. So I really want to encourage you. And when you feel like that, that's the very time that you need to come. That's the very time you need to come. And I just want to really encourage you with that you know why do we need to be pur- purposeful because wickedness is increas- increasing true. True. there are so many terrible things happening in the world today why because we are in the last of the last yeah. days yes. true. you can read Timothy 2 Timothy chapter 3 or the first part of Matthew chapter 24 and then you see it unfolding yeah. as true. you watch the news is right maybe true yeah, yeah. i'm telling you yeah. You read it to Timothy chapter 3 and the first part of Matthew 24 and then put the news on. You can see it's unfolding, church, even before our very eyes. And the attack against Christianity is increasing everywhere, even in the West. As is in the rise of secularism. Matthew 24 says this. He said, you'll be hated by all nations because of me. (laughs) And at that time, listen to this, church, at that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. And listen, church, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end Amen. will be saved. Hallelujah. Yes. And all church, it's my prayer that as an individual and as a family and as a church, we are going to be a people who love Jesus Christ yes. with hearts full of yes. devotion. Amen. We are going to love God yes. with all our heart, yes. with all our minds, yes. with all our soul, yes. with all our strengths. Yes. We're going to love our neighbor as ourselves. Amen. Because that's where people will know. That we are a loving church yeah. by our love one for another. Yeah. And that as the world grows darker, we grow brighter. Amen. We will be Amen. a people overflowing with love for God and yes. each other. Yes. That we would keep our spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Mm. Amen. Amen. But it says this in Romans 12:11. It says, never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor serving Amen. the Lord. Do you know, God can't love us anymore anymore. Than he does right now. But we can love him more. God can't love you any more. Than he does right now. But you can love him more. And we can all love God more. Because none of us have arrived. None of us have absolutely arrived. Wherever we are on our journey. However long we've been in the faith. We can love God more. And we need to do that church. In increasing measure. We need our love for God to be hot. Yeah. Jesus said yeah. this. He said, be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamp burning. Amen. That's what Jesus said. True. We're nearer now the end times and the second coming of Jesus than we've ever been. That's right. Yeah. true. We're nearer today than we've ever been. And now is the time for the church of God to rise up. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And be that witness yes. in the world in which we shine like yes. stars yes. in the dark place. That's what the word of God yes. says. Amen. And in order to do that, we need to be in love with Jesus yes. and have his love overflowing Amen. in our hearts and our lives. Amen. When you are so full of Jesus and yes. you're so full of his Holy Spirit, yes. his love is just going to well up within you and overflow to everybody Amen. else. Amen. Amen. Let Amen. me close with this. Oh, so, so oh, that our love for God oh. is in increasing measure Amen. because God loves us beyond measure. Amen. Let's pray, church. Oh.